Husband ruins a wedding by offering to tip the bartender with his vape pen, sending him to the hospital. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. Yeah, so this screw up happened the summer before COVID, but I think that statute of limitations are up, so I can tell this story. My wife and I went to her colleague's wedding. I'm not a huge drinker and I didn't really know anyone. So my plan was to grab a cold, refreshing beverage, find somewhere to post up, and just nurse it while I got really stoned and did some people watching. Which leads me to my vape pen. On the way to the wedding, I stopped at a dispensary and picked up a reusable vape pen thing. I'm a pretty traditional smoker. I go to the place and buy an eighth and smoke it over the course of the next month or two. I'd never had a pen before. I was just like, I'm going to a wedding and want something that won't make me sleepy or mentally handicapped. And the young woman at the counter handed me this thing. As my wife was driving us over, I tried it out. I also don't smoke very much at one time and have a hard time with anything harsh. When I do smoke these things, they hit way too hard and I cough like crazy and hate myself. So I took a very small puff, noticed it hit really hard and thought, well, that's because you think everything hits too hard. Next thing you know, we're at the reception and I'm standing in line to grab some drinks from the bartender and notice the tip jar. Realizing I don't have any cash, I'm like, dude, do you have Venmo or something? <laughs> I know. Uh, don't even worry about it, man. It's no big deal. But I'm a service industry vet, so I wanted to find a way to tip him because I know it's going to be a long night and a lot of people won't tip. So I'm like, all right, man. Well, if my wife has some cash, I'll double back over. But uh, in the meantime, if you party and I show him the pen, he's like, oh, for real? Hell yeah, dude. And proceeds to take an enormous puff on this thing. Within seconds, he was doubling over and coughing uncontrollably. It was incredibly loud. And in under a minute, he was down on his hands and knees behind the bar puking. Still, kind of no harm, no foul. Until he gets up and puts all of his weight onto a tumbler glass that was sitting on the table he used to help himself up. Cutting his hand open so, so badly. And then something very interesting happened. Something that had never happened before. I started vomiting at the sight of the blood. So naturally, this is pretty disruptive, and the groom who just so happened to be nearby comes over to see what's going on and faints the second he sees this guy's hand. He smashes his head on the table on the way down, his face taking the tablecloth and everything on the table down with him. Totally unmitigated disaster. Both of them had to go to the hospital, and the bride was understandably super upset and screaming at the caterers. So I decided, well, it's been a good life, and began to march over to explain to her what happened, when out of her mouth comes a series of very specific slurs directed at the owner of the catering company. I didn't get a single word out of my mouth before she said, so sue me, turned on her heel and told people to just round their stuff up and go. Cue major chaos. Everyone is fighting with everyone and almost all of the guests left. I told my wife what happened on the drive home and she said I should call the catering company and apologize, which I did. And the owner laughed for about 30 seconds on the phone before saying, well, whatever, screw that jerk. So yeah. Oh yeah, this just goes from zero to a hundred real quick here. Probably should have given the guy a little bit of a warning before giving him a puff, but other than that, I don't think you really did anything wrong. You were just trying to be friendly, and things just got out of control from there. This literally sounds like a sitcom.
I appreciate that you were going to take responsibility for everything that happened, but at the same time, I don't blame you for not doing so once things started to escalate. Also, I don't think you confessing at that point would have really changed the outcome of everything. Maybe just be lucky that you got away with this one without too much attention drawn towards you. My stepkids accused me of abandoning and traumatizing them because I didn't want to parent them anymore. I met Will when I was 22. Will was 29 with two kids and had been newly widowed. We had a whirlwind courtship where he introduced me to the kids and got me involved in their lives very early, first few days after I met him. Will said really quickly he was sure I was the one, not only to himself, but also for his kids. He said that we'd have an incredible happy family life together. We got married when I was 23. Will was 30 and his kids were 8 and 6. Our wedding ceremony also included me and the kids making promises to each other, which was Will's idea. Soon, Will shoved all the childcare onto me. I wasn't a stay-at-home spouse. I worked full-time and always have, but he always had reasons for me to do the childcare. Him being sore from doing a physical job, me being better at it since I babysat kids this age in the past and he never had, or girl stuff for his daughter, or cooking, or anything. He always had some reason, and it always ended up on me. He started playing video games and relaxing from getting home until bed, because he was tired, and he was bringing in the money, and keeping the roof over everyone's heads. Though that wasn't really true. He said he deserved to relax. Then he went out with his friends or brought them back to drink beer and watch loud TV. He developed a major attitude with me and encouraged the same in the kids. They found it funny. He started openly disrespecting me and encouraged them to also. He was the ultimate fun dad and I got put in the role of the mean witch. Sometimes they all ganged up on me and mocked me, but also all expected me to serve them and constantly be jumping to take care of them. By the end of the year, I realized the marriage was a big mistake, but felt guilty leaving because of my promises to the kids. Another year went by and I realized that no matter how hard I tried and how I knew they were only kids and I didn't really blame them, I genuinely hated both of the kids. And I couldn't lie to myself anymore and pretend that I loved them. I didn't, and I never would. One day, I just walked out, packed up everything of mine, and moved out while nobody was at home. I left a note explaining it wasn't working and saying goodbye. That was the end. Cue chaos from my ex and a bitter divorce. But we both walked away with what we went into the marriage with. Not much for either of us. I had never legally adopted the kids, so I had no rights or responsibilities about them, and I never reached out to any of them again. Honestly, I was overjoyed to be rid of all of them. 15 years have gone by, and that seems like a lifetime ago, or another person's life, but I'm still in my 30s. I was recently shocked to get a message from Tamara, Will's daughter, now 25. Tamara said I betrayed and traumatized her for life for abandoning them after my promises to them. She said I had a responsibility to never leave no matter what. I know she remembers the horrible way she treated me though. Am I the jerk here? It doesn't sound like you're the jerk as much as you were the maid. It really sounds like your ex-husband lost his wife and very quickly realized he couldn't handle this situation on his own. 
or at least didn't want to, and just tried to get someone to come in and take over where his wife left off. It might have been just as bad for her as far as we know. But I think that your former stepdaughter would understand now that she's a little older why you left, rather than holding it against you. I don't know if you've responded to her or not, but maybe you just need to point out exactly how badly you were treated especially by her father, and what exactly he was expecting of you. It definitely wasn't an equal relationship, and it would be one thing if the kids made you feel wanted, but they never did. So, I can't hold anything against you for leaving. I keep messing with my jerk brother every time he gets into a game. So I, 15-year-old male, have an older brother, 18, and he's a massive jerk. I'd rather not get into it on this post, but basically, he thinks I should respect him all the time and treat him like a god. He actually said to my dad once that he should be able to hit me whenever he wants and I shouldn't be able to do anything about it. So thankfully now he doesn't hit me, but we've had conflicts every now and then. So we have a PS4. I mostly play on it, but he plays on it sometimes too. I downloaded this app for PC called NetCut which lets you control the internet from devices connected to it. So every single time he tried to play, he plays a lot of Modern Warfare, I'd let him play a little bit, then turn his internet off on the PS4. Oh, you're in an intense fight? Whoops, the internet went off. Oh, you're almost about to win? Whoops, internet's gone. Sometimes I'd even call out to him while he's lagging, is the internet working? It makes me smile every time he rages. And I got some justice for all the times he was a jerk. Yeah, he does sound like a jerk, and this is just your small way of torturing him. It really just sounds like typical brother stuff. I can't say I hold anything against you on this one, but I would be careful to make sure he doesn't find out what you're doing. Entitled jerk decides to take my seat on the plane without asking, so I take his gift. My new wife and I recently took a trip to Denver on a United flight. I fly often, but not as often as some other people. When I booked the flight, the plane was fairly empty, so I booked the window and aisle seats in premium economy section right behind first class seats, leaving the middle seat empty. By the time we actually flew, the flight was nearly full, so I checked the seat chart and noticed that someone took the seat between us. No biggie. When we get on the flight, we'll just offer the window or aisle seat to whoever booked the middle seat. Boarding time came and we were in group 2, so the pre-boards in group 1 got to go before us. When it was our turn to board and we got to our seats, there was an older man seated in the window seat. I thought that was kind of a jerk move to just take someone's seat without asking. Obviously, this guy has flown before since he had a pre-boarding status without having young kids, was not disabled, and definitely wasn't in the military. I let it go since we were going to switch seats anyway. Soon after the flight took off, the attendant came up to me with a gift bag and congratulated me for achieving 1K status. The gift bag wasn't for me, it was for the guy that took the window seat without asking. He obviously knew what he was doing and has probably done this before. The guy was looking out the window all through boarding and never turned his head to acknowledge us until the flight attendant came over with the gift bag. I accepted his gift bag and the flight attendant asked if I'd like a complimentary drink as well. Of course I said yes, and even got a free glass of wine for my wife too. I glanced at the guy and could see the anger in his eyes, but he didn't say a thing. Petty win for me over this guy that took my seat that I would have given him, but instead he took it without asking. Serves you right, jerk. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm really surprised the old man didn't say anything after the flight attendant came over. Someone who's so ready to claim something that someone else is, you would think would jump at the opportunity to grab something that was actually theirs. But I guess he couldn't do it without looking like a jerk twice. Once for admitting to stealing someone else's seat, and again for now cutting in looking like he's trying to get someone else's gift. But I guess he didn't care that much since he didn't say anything. Worked out well for our poster though. I canceled on our family vacation after my newly widowed mom decided to bring her new boyfriend. My dad lost his year and a half battle with cancer one year ago, April 2022, at only 62 years old. He and my mom were married for 31 years. The few months before my dad got sick, he and my mom were not on great terms and were contemplating divorce. However, through my dad's diagnosis and extreme ups and downs of treatment, they came together, squashed some issues, and my mom was there to take care of my dad every step of the way. I miss him every day. Me and my mom had always been pretty close, but since my dad died, I feel like I'm seeing and talking to her less and less these days, and it makes me sad. In August of 2022, four months after my dad passed, my mom started seeing someone. She'd call him her friend, slip in mentions of him in conversation, but I personally wanted nothing to do with him. Still don't. I thought it was too soon, and I told her so. But everyone grieves differently, and dating after losing a spouse is hard. But conversations I've attempted with this guy and the chemistry between them has been super awkward in my opinion. I feel like she's disregarding any feelings or pushback that me, my sister, and extended family have about this relationship. She's now started bringing him to events and parties, and there's an awkward vibe when he's around. Nobody wants to say it out loud. This past week, he showed up unexpectedly at our family's Easter party at my parents' house. My mom knew he was coming and didn't mention it to anyone. Following tradition, we stood in prayer before we ate dinner, and my uncle prayed out loud for those who we have lost. And I felt so awkward that my mom's boyfriend was there, holding hands with my family as we talked about my dad, in my dad's house, almost only a year to the day that he died. We're now booking flights for a large family vacation in June. Condo has already been booked for months, and my mom casually mentions at Easter that she's bringing her boyfriend. I didn't hear this at the time, and found out later from a cousin. I immediately called and told her my feelings about him going. I don't want him to. And she completely changed the subject and didn't acknowledge what I told her at all. Not to mention, we had decided to leave a day early to save money on flights. But now that her boyfriend is going, it will actually cost me more because we'll no longer be splitting the cost that we originally planned, since they'll be doing things separately. Money is not a problem, though. It's now the principle to me. Of the 20 family members that will be on this trip, not one person really wants him to be there. 
except her. He will be staying in the same condo, and we're all going to have to tiptoe around this awkward situation for an entire week while we should be relaxing and enjoying family time together. So, am I the jerk for wanting to cancel on the family vacation and stick to my guns about not wanting her boyfriend to go, even though she's already booked his flight? This is always an awkward situation. When someone loses a spouse and seems to very quickly try to replace them, it leaves everyone else around feeling very uncomfortable. I think what might be going on here is your mom is already way ahead of you guys in terms of this relationship. You guys are counting from the day your dad passed. Your mom was probably counting from a long time ago. This is something that she's been wanting for a long time, and now has the freedom to now that your dad's gone, as bad as that is to say. But you said that they were contemplating divorce after a 31-year marriage before he got sick. And that decision doesn't come lightly. I guarantee it's something that she had been thinking about for years. So that's something that you need to keep in mind as well. But at the end of the day, I agree with our poster that this is too soon for her to be bringing him around the rest of the family. At least not this much. I told my brother's fiance she looks anorexic in her wedding dress. I'm a 29-year-old female. My brother, 26, is getting married soon. All the family likes his fiance. We really accepted her as part of the family already, even though they've only been dating for two years. They got engaged four months ago. She was extremely excited and nervous about the dress in particular. She's kind of like the silly girl who loves weddings and that kind of stuff, so we expected it to be honest. She asked some friends and close family to go with her to buy the dress. We went to the store and she let each of us pick a dress we wanted her to buy. Most of my family picked big dresses, mainly because she's too thin and we think a tight dress would make her look bad. Everyone in my family is kind of a big size, except for my brother who got into fitness at a young age and a cousin who had anorexia that was so bad she passed away for causes related to it. We've always been worried about my future sister-in-law's health, although she says she's just skinny and she's healthy. Well, she was trying on the dresses and one of her friends had picked up a strapless siren cut dress. It was cute, but it looked bad on her. It made her look like she was sick and unhealthy. I told her I didn't like it because it didn't suit her personality. My family agreed with me, but her friends and family said she looks gorgeous with it. She changed into the next dress and so on. She hasn't bought a dress yet because she wants to think about the options and which one she likes best. Me and her went out to eat yesterday as I'm in charge of her wedding cake, I own a bakery, and we needed to talk about that. We also chatted about other stuff and at some point she asked me why I was so against some of the dresses she tried on the other day. I told her I just think she looks better with a big dress, it makes her look like a princess. She told me she's thinking of buying a siren cut dress and asked me why does that kind of dress not make her look like a princess. I then told her that, quite honestly, they make her look too thin. She looks sick. She rolled her eyes and asked if it makes her look anorexic, which I said, yeah, kind of. You look like my cousin in her prom dress. Then she went off on me. She told me I was awful and then left. She told my brother what happened and he called me to tell me off too. Am I the jerk here? She asked me and I answered honestly. So I understand the impulse to want to answer honestly here, especially considering you have a history with issues like this in your family. And at the end of the day, I do feel like you're coming out of a place of concern and not trying to be a jerk. But it's her wedding day 
And that's the type of dress that she wants to wear. If this is really a conversation that you wanted to have happen, you could have done it another way. If the conversation were maybe more about how you're concerned about her health or something, she might have taken it a little bit better. But I think you were just a little too cut and dry here. My daughter blasted me and my soon-to-be wife on social media and got herself uninvited from the wedding. I, 37-year-old male, am getting married this fall and have made the choice to not invite my daughter Bella, who's 16, due to circumstances I'll explain now. Before people tell me that we should sit down and talk or do therapy, those options have been exhausted and are no longer viable. Me and my ex-wife Teresa, 38-year-old female, do not have a good relationship. We started dating at 16 and then had Bella at 21. At first, everything was awesome, but then my wife started hanging out with a group of women. Just not very good people. I refused to hang out with them. My wife started drinking heavily with this group and going out at night, leaving me with our daughter. I didn't like how she was keeping up our home either, as I worked full-time and she didn't. The final straw was when I was forced to come along bar hopping. Teresa got embarrassingly drunk. She started calling me a loser in front of everyone. This was not the first time she had publicly disrespected me. She had a habit of trying to show off to her friends by belittling me. I filed for divorce the next weekend. The original custody agreement was 50-50, which then changed because I asked for a DNA test on Bella. I had heard rumors and wanted to confirm. My ex blew up and refused to allow a DNA test to be done solidifying what I had expected. My ex went back and got pretty much full custody because I refused to pay child support without a DNA test. This had been the arrangement for five years. I see Bella a few times a month. I do what I can, but I don't have custody, so it's difficult. I'm engaged to one of my best friends, Chrissy, 33-year-old female. We've known each other since college. Bella hates her for no reason. Chrissy wasn't even involved in my life once I got married. Bella, for some reason, thinks she's terrible. Chrissy has been nothing but nice to Bella. Recently, someone showed me Bella's social media where she blasted us, saying how she had a deadbeat dad. Not true. I paid for her and her mom for seven years and still give her money whenever I see her and called Chrissy a slut in the same post. I was planning my invites for our wedding and I did not invite Bella. She doesn't care about us. She called Chrissy a slut and shamed me on social media, lying for attention. I also don't want drama at my wedding. It should be a fun time, not another event for Bella to hijack. My ex-wife found out about the wedding and asked what Bella's role would be. I told her she didn't have one because she isn't invited. I called Bella and gave her my reasoning, as well as telling her that her post on social media played a factor, so she should be more careful what lies she wants to put out there. She tried to apologize and said she would behave at the wedding. I told her that I knew she didn't like Chrissy or me that much. So why would she expect an invite? She called me a jerk and we haven't spoken since. Am I the jerk? It sounds like everyone's being a bit of a jerk in this one. Your ex-wife's behavior while you guys were married was completely unacceptable and I'm 100% behind you on the divorce there. Finding out afterwards that your daughter wasn't yours is just an extra kick to the teeth. So I really do feel bad for you on that one. But that doesn't change the fact that you were her father doesn't have to be necessarily by blood. And she's just a kid who made a stupid social media post. You're supposed to be the adult here. Yeah, she was a jerk, but that doesn't mean that you should be a jerk back. She still seems to choose to spend time with you, even though there's no custody agreement. So there has to be some kind of connection there. I just think it's something that maybe you should reconsider. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. 
put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.